Hey guys, it's Nathan. I just want to let you know I have an Instagram page for the podcast. It is my underscore podcast one. Um, I'll just be posting videos and pictures that give better context to what we talk about here on the on the on the podcast. Today, I have my wife Jillian on. She is just absolutely incredible in every way, shape, and her form. Um, I know her better than most people, obviously, because I'm her husband. But she's a lot of um hidden background stories to her childhood that not many people know. She's she's an incredibly humble person and doesn't like talking about that stuff. But um I bring it up and just because it's just amazing just to know what she's done and her uh her twenty four going on twenty five years of life. But listen to the whole episode. It's really good. Uh, we really get into how we met, um, our story. It's kind of like a, this, our this is us kind of story, but it's a great episode. Um, so far, this is probably one of my my favorite ones so far. So listen all the way through and have a good one, guys. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I am your host, Nathan, and today we have a long-awaited guest that's been highly requested. Um, This guest was um, obviously inevitable in that it is someone that I just so happen to live with for the past four four years. Four years, can't get that right or wrong. She is a licensed nurse in Virginia. She is a former junior Olympian a current holder of two swim records at her childhood swim club, at least two that I know of. We'll go on that later. And she is a worship leader extraordinaire. She is my wife, Jillian. Jillian, welcome to my podcast. Thank you. Do <laughs> you like that? You probably hated that. I started this by saying, I'll do anything. Just don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got that out of the way. Well, yeah, just... I have to let the people know you're you're such a humble person that you don't talk about your incredible accolades in past, especially your 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 swim past, which we will we will most definitely be getting into. Oh, <laughs> can't wait. Um are you excited? I am overjoyed. Um I did kind of force you to to do this. Um no shame in that. But um I'm, I'm excited. happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm psyched. Um, do you listen? I do. Do you? Every episode? Every minute? No. No? Okay, that's fine. Straight up honest. Oh, you don't have no. to. No. You don't have to. However, I feel like I've I've really captured the, the important parts of each one. Well, I know it's you don't like it when I talk about my athletic accomplishments, uh, which is fine. Just because it's just it's me no, being prideful and, it, no. and it's weird. I don't I don't care if you talk about your athletic accomplishments. I think that that's great. I I am I think it really just boils down to the way you talk about your athletic accomplishments. Well, oh, that, that's fine. That's you know from from where when you first met me and how competitive and 
prideful I was, how do you think I have changed since? And better question, have I? Yeah, for sure. I I mean, I feel like you started at a cringe level like it was bad. 87 and now we're down to a cringe level like 42. So I I, re- I remember when we started dating, we went we were both uh leader helpers. I don't know what else to call that. At a, youth in, in, leaders? Youth leaders, I guess, <laughs> but we weren't youth, we were just adult leaders at a youth group. We were leaders of the youth. I guess, yeah. <laughs> And um, we went on a winter slash spring retreat uh, with the youth group, and they had a dodgeball tournament. And um, I think this was about maybe a month and a half into us dating. And you saw a side of me that you had not seen before. It was alarming. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was alarming. Thr- like hurling objects at other people. Children, basically. At, at, yeah. Well, children yeah yeah yeah, they're children (laughs) um you know you you saw you saw me change you saw my i don't know what you call it but the the thing on who's dilate my eyes dilate bruce turned into the hulk yeah yeah you yeah Yeah. oh yeah you saw you saw it happen full-fledged um did did you think i was capable of that um i i hadn't i hadn't thought about it um i uh did you have second thoughts like oh no did did the scenario ever go through your head as you were watching me like go all out throwing as like a 22 year old 22 23 year old hurling balls at like 15 year old kids did it ever run through your head that like oh no how am i going to get out of this if if that if that's what's waiting for me were you ever like <laughs> afraid? I think it's important that we just <laughs> note that that like that's where cringe level eighty seven came in, but like there were a lot of other things that made me think that more than you throwing dodgeballs at other people. Oh, okay, that's fine. There's definitely more things out there, <laughs> but that was that was that was your first experience with. Yeah, like I think we could blanket even. this by just saying you've you've come a long way. I have. You've grown up a lot. I have. It's uh, yeah, but you know, not not to talk about me. This is about you. This is your episode. This is Jillian's episode on my podcast, and we're going to talk about all of your accomplishments. But first, you know, as we do, as I do with every guest, I'll let them tell the origin story of us. Um. We have a great story. You're looking at your phone right now. No, my phone is over there. Oh, okay. You're staring at something. I thought you had your phone there. Um, sorry. Uh, you love to tell the story. It's really, it's kind of a sad story. Huh? But before she tells it, well, I'll like, uh, we, we, so. <coughs> No, I'm not. I'm not cutting that out. I'm not spending that much time editing you. You coughing. We are recording this. I have like 15, 30 minutes to um, post it, and then I'm taking a shower, going to bed. But I'm not. You're gonna post this tonight. Literally dying. I'm okay. Okay, good. Um, we can tell how we met, but if you want to talk about our first date, which I mean. Go ahead, tell it. It's 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 a good story. Um, when she talks about it, all I'm going to say is 
you can't you, you can't say it it didn't work not that i was trying but you know we're married so long story short spoiler we are married so go ahead tell us uh how, how we met uh so and i'll, and I'll fill in whatever you over exaggerate on so nathan and i are youth leaders at a church i had just uh, moved to the Maryland Delaware area and uh, started attending a church in well, it was Maryland Delaware, Pennsylvania, and started ter- attending a church in Pennsylvania. And I went with one of my roommates. She said she could use some help, um, you know, volunteering at the youth group. And Nathan was there, and uh, he didn't come in until a little bit late. And this guy walks in with uh his work clothes on and uh these van tennis shoes that had hamburgers on them and i don't know what it was about those shoes but i was immediately turned off by those shoes i just hated them and um my roommate admitted to me that she thought that nathan was attractive and that um she knew that his brother tyler was trying to uh, set her up with him. So I didn't go in there with my radar up, you know, uh, looking to know Nathan. Um, and definitely the hamburger shoes didn't help, but long story short, we're playing a game with the, with the kids and, um, some sort of trivia game. And of course I got put on a team with Nathan and I was the spokesperson, um, to write our answers down on a whiteboard one of our answers, uh, the team told me should be Red Sox. And, um, you know, being a girl, I, uh, I wrote on the whiteboard Red Sox and I spelled him like a pair of red socks instead of the the proper way, (laughs) the proper way (coughs) instead of, you know, S O X. And, um, he proceeded to, correct me and he erased my ck and he put an x and you know i didn't we were being quiet so i didn't verbally respond i just put a little smiley face on the whiteboard that was my response like oh yeah you're right i'm a dingus okay and nathan well when i when i saw that i'll tell i'll i'll add this part from my point of view as soon so she writes red Sox properly with the you know the baseball term <coughs> lettering, and then she put a smiley face next to it. And as soon as I saw that smiley face, I was like, "Oh, it's it's game on! It's this is happening. Something in his words, something special is happening." He said, "I knew in that moment she wants me." Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, she wants me." Like it's, it's, it's on. Could not have been farther from the truth. <laughs> well, you know, we're married, so. Um. So. <sighs> This story, the story progresses, and I'll give you the the uh, shorter version. But Nathan um, reaches out to the roommate that he was supposed to be, you know, canoodling with, and uh, that never happened. So he reaches out to her and asks for my uh, information. Um, he messaged me on Facebook first, and he asked if I uh, wanted to go out with him. Um, I gave him my number, and we found ourselves at Panera. He had come and he picked me up from my apartment uh, where I lived with two other roommates. Um, and he 
we went, he was, you know, started off good. He, he paid for my dinner and, um, we were looking for a seat. And as we're, as we're making our way through the restaurant, um, we find a booth kind of in the back and we're passing other tables and it's a pretty, it's already pretty late. I mean, it's like seven o'clock. So, you know, dinner rush is over. So we're not a whole lot of people there. And on the way to our table, Nathan spots what I can only assume to him seems like the golden ticket, the way for him to make it through the night. Um, it was a newspaper and he grabbed it off of another table and we proceed to sit down and this man opens up this newspaper Meanwhile, I had already gone into this. I was fresh, pretty fresh out of another relationship. Um, and I was not really in the place where I wanted to get into another one just yet. Um, so I just decided I, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to tell him, you know, the gist, all the nitty gritty, and he can decide if he wants to be with me or not. And so I had planned to do this. Meanwhile, Nathan is legit in the newspaper and he had found himself in the crossword section and while i'm across the booth pouring my heart out nathan's trying to find a five-letter word um that's another word for a bag and i was just flabbergasted i was like this guy is seriously well th this is during you like pouring your heart out to me i know i was i was <laughs> legit on a, on a first all date. in and he could not have seemed less interested in my story in my life about me in general not to mention nathan is probably the least flirty romantic kind of person um so there was no like indication no body language no none of the signals that you usually look for um, that indicate, hey, I'm into you. He, now I know that he was just trying to not let there be any dead space in the conversation and he was extremely nervous, but I could not have been more upset. And so by the end of our date, you know, um, he, he drives me back to the apartment and there are plenty of parking spaces and the door is far away from the, the parking spaces. Nathan doesn't even pull into one of those available parking spaces. He simply drives up next to the apartment complex. And I don't even know that he put it in park. I'm pretty sure that he literally just stopped the car and he said, well, good night. There was no hug. There was no walk to the door. We didn't even park the car. And I, he might as well have unbuckled my seatbelt for me and pushed the door open from the inside <laughs> because it was so... It was so abrupt. So I went inside and I proceeded to cry until my roommate said it was the worst day that I had ever been on. And I didn't think that Nathan, I, I was sure he was not going to ask me out on a second date. I was like, he clearly did not like me from the get go. So that this, this is over. And then, you know, the next day he's texting me and he wants to know if he can come over to the apartment and hang out after work and i was so utterly confused um but for several weeks 
almost every night he was hanging out. And I thought to myself, I'm like, he could be either really lonely or he's still playing the field. There are three girls that live in this apartment. He shot a shot with me. Potentially, he's like, well, this one didn't work out, but I got two others in here. I really wasn't sure what he was doing. He just kept hanging around. One of the times he was there, we watched the Schindler's List of all things. Another t- <laughs> that, that your own roommate requested that we watch. Yeah, but still, like it's not like we sat on the couch and he put his arm around me or he tried to hold my hand or he made any. Yeah, sort of I, moves. I did make one move one time, but maybe it was after we were. Official. It was after a little while. Okay, and I, I got weird looks or something. And it was, yeah, I. You know, every I'll open up a bit about you know my past life. I don't care, you know, about before like I you know I got serious and you know really matured up. But every relationship before that went way too far, way too fast. So with this one, I said to myself, you know, I'm going to take this one slow and I'm going to take it serious. And but I took it way too slow and took it way too serious and. It, it 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 backfired big time. Yeah, because there was zero, I and I mean zero indication that he that he liked me at all. There was no flirting, nothing until one day I walked him out to the door and like it was completely platonic. Like it was it nothing. He walked. We walked outside and he just you know for lack of better words basically just said, "Do you want to do this?" And I looked at him and I said, do what? And he said, do you, do you want to be in a relationship? Do you want to be my girlfriend? And all I could do was stare at him. And I said, do you like me? Do you even find me attractive? And it was like a light, like a light went on in his head. And he was like, oh, I have made an error here. And I've skipped a few really important (laughs) steps. And... it was it it was um it was awkward to say the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> when you said like you're like, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. You probably said some other things, but just two things stuck out that I can remember still to this day that you said, and you're like, how do we know you know if you like me? And I'm like, initial my initial thought was like, yeah, of course I liked you. We've been hanging out this whole time, but then I'm like, no, oh Nathan, you all idiot. of us you have gotta, been hanging you have out. To, like, verbally express hey i like you You have to flirt with a woman you got to do all these things or like hey you're kind of cute there was none of that there was zero so i did the you know the classic thing the thing that i knew to do and i said you know what i'm gonna pray about it (laughs) (laughs) when when you said yeah this is something i gotta pray about i'm like ah shoot i i messed it up um, you know, I, 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 I don't think the other two, Sarah and, and Andy that, you know, we, we are good friends with still to this day. You're the roommates listen to this. Um, but, but, you know, they were single at the time and there were, you know, everyone was like about my age and, you know, whatever it probably sounds weird, but you know. He was like, any of the three would do, basically. Yeah, when I was like, you know, this is going to make me sound like like such a douchebag, but, (coughs) you know, know, leading up to it, you know, I really liked Jillian. Jillian was, you know, 
you know, the one that I'm like, wow, I really like her. She, um, I think we really, you know, mesh well together. And I didn't really know Annie or Sarah that, that well before that. Um, so I was like, okay, if you're going <laughs> to, this is just something that, you know, when you're in your early twenties, you're like, okay, I gotta, I gotta find a wife. Or else, like, I might be single forever, and I don't want and that to happen. And I think you told me, like, the one serious thing that you did tell me when we were on the first date was that um, you had been, you know, playing around, and you did this internship in Michigan, and, you know, your life had been, you know, pretty easy, but you got home from Michigan, and you decided, I want to figure out what to do with my life. I want a good job, and... I want to find a girl to marry and settle down with who I could see myself having a family with. Oh, I said that? You did say that. That was the one. I don't remember anything I said. That was the only serious thing that you said, pretty much. Well, so back to you saying, you know, this is something I got to pray about. I'm like, you know what? I committed to one of them. (laughs) When you look, when you get to a friend group of girls and you ask one out, you can't ask the other ones out, or else it's just going to be absolute turmoil within the friend group and it's ruined. Um, hopefully that goes without saying, yeah, yeah, we're not the first person. And and so, (laughs) and so I was like, crap, this is her way of nicely, you know, letting me down and everything. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. I was like, I, you know, I I shot a shot. Yeah. I was, I was kind of at the point where I was like, you know what? I went to an all guys college. So obviously I didn't meet a girl in college. Um, I didn't meet a girl in Michigan. Um, that, you know, was, was someone that I was looking forward to, you know, to be a wife to me. Um, and I was like, you know what? Really the only other girl that I can find is probably at the the church I'm attending. And all the single girls around my age were in the same apartment. And I was like, you know what? I shot, I shot my, took my shot with one and I can't do it with all the others. I'm like, Whatever. I was like, I guess I'll just be single forever. It's whatever. Well, and I I did do it. what I said that I was going to do. I did pray about it. And um, to my surprise, um, which at this point, I think it's it's fair for me to say that I, I thought Nathan was cute and he had some endearing parts of his personality. But like because I thought it was platonic, I really didn't let myself do much more than that. So, you know, really... When I said I'm going to pray about it, I did not anticipate it resulting the way that it did. And I felt like the Lord told me that I was supposed to spend time with Nathan and get to know Nathan. So we went on a walk a couple God, days God later. Was like, hey, yo, give my guy a chance. <laughs> we went on a walk a couple days later. And, you know, I, I explained this to him and I did tell him, you know, I'm, I'm again fresh out of this relationship. Um, and I would really like to, you know, take it slow. I would really like to get to know him and I would like to keep going on dates so we can call it dating. But, um, my purpose is to get to know you and spend time with you and pretty much right off the bat. Like, I don't know if you just settled into your, yourself and you felt more confident and not so on edge because like, I had said yes, and I th- so much changed from that moment on. Like you weren't the, you know, 
so you, you you've always been quirky and a little bit socially awkward and i love you mm-hmm. dearly yeah. for it it's what it is it's one of your more endearing qualities um that's why I got this podcast. <laughs> but that, <laughs> all of those things calmed down and you definitely settled into your own skin. And I finally felt like <clears throat> when we spent time together that I was actually getting to know you. And um, obviously we are married. And I, when I tell that story, I, I have to really, um, you know, also cover that and say he had one like major relationship before me um he did not know how to talk to girls in fact his mom his mom told me when we very first started dating she would be like jillian i am so sorry i didn't tell him i didn't teach him how to talk to women (laughs) and that was evident but um he, he you did you did come into your into yourself and i feel like i got to know you and um he had a very really sweet demeanor and r- you were very protective i had just moved to the area and you would drive me around and show me the areas that were safe and not safe and the roads that i needed to watch for cops and the roads i needed to watch for people for turning vehicles and uh you changed my tire on more than one occasion and my dad really liked that move um but <laughs> um well uh when i changed your tire i think we were maybe like two three weeks in it was very early as soon as i did that and i was like okay mom and dad you know they like me already got it in they the don't, bag don't even like don't even they don't even well they probably know how we met and how awful the first day was well uh, well probably at that point i'm like freaking nailed that first date that was the best first date ever she probably loves me now yeah but i don't know why i thought that but yeah so you were all too confident we already established so, that yeah so I'll, <laughs> I'll 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 toss in my point of view i let you talk um because that i mean jillian loves talking that about that story which is which is whatever it's just, it's funny now it's a but good story. It, it it is it is good um <laughs> it definitely lines up any kind of party or or a group hangout that we have um but when we're at Panera and you were just talking about your life and you were like, yeah, I graduated high school at, at 16. Oh, that's why we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, I graduated college, uh, uh, high school at 16 and, you know, I'm a licensed nurse and, you know, I'm in dermatology and I have a full-time job and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, I just bought a new car. I'm like, holy crap. I was like 22 at the time and I was like dang this she must be like 25 26 um and I'm like she this I I was like you know what she's a little too mature to I feel like to what kind of woman would be with me and I was like Aww. I don't think that I'm the kind of guy she's really looking for she's probably looking for a guy Who's like an engineer or something, making like six figures? You shot yourself down before I shot you down. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? She, I don't know, because at the time I was just I was spraying fertilizer on people's grasses. I was basically like I was working for a company like <laughs> True Green, but we weren't True Green. And I was like, I, I don't think she knows the kind of life that she'll have. But 
you know, Jillian's different. Jokes on me. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, but but Jillian's like uh, like that. She she does not. You don't. Oh, well, I'm talking about you when you're here. You, you aren't like that. No. Uh, which is awesome. You don't care what I make, as long as you know we're we're living. Uh, you don't care where we live. Well, I guess you kind of. I mean, we moved close to your parents, but so I guess you care. I don't but, care. We, <laughs> I don't care where we live as long as it's close to my parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, y- you didn't care. You, you know, shine time on Jillian. You, you are who, what every, you know. Oh, jeez, how do I say this up? You are kind of basically what every guy wishes every woman was and what the standard is. Um, Ethan, those are some of the sweetest things that, you've ever said to me. <laughs> that it just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. And when, you know, I think Gabe listens to this, you know, I don't know if you know who Gabe is, but Gabe, he's a, uh, he lives at cross point. He's part of the, the golden squad. Um, he comes out to me yesterday or or today, yesterday after church, and he goes, "Hey, uh, is Jillian your wife?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I saw her sitting next to you at church. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Jillian's awesome." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, she really married up, didn't she?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm just kidding." Obviously, I don't know. I, you know, I hit the uh, metaphorical jackpot. Oh, and so and nice. that, um, but yeah, um, it, it's it's definitely. I have no idea how how I. Well, I know how I did it. I don't know why you stuck around though. Um, but because you're my guy, I guess so. You know, God really had it out for me. Hey yo, hey yo, my boy, <laughs> you my guy. Uh, but yeah, it, it's. You know that that's that story is is very funny. Do you ever ask yourself like, why the heck did I ever do that? No, because when we started dating, it became very evident, like why why I was supposed to spend time with you and get to know you because I ended up really loving. Obviously, I love you, but like, I know I I got to know you and your character and your personality and your quirkiness and and you know coming out of a really intense relationship you know before that um you're very refreshing for me because you you know i say this jokingly a lot but you in all seriousness you don't take yourself too seriously like you are quick to learn and you're you're willing to say I don't know this but I'm going to learn it and you're you're willing to grow and you're willing to um mature with me and I felt there was a lot of security in that and I think that too there was just in your personality alone um it was just it was what I needed in a relationship. So that, that part wasn't hard for me. And you, you know, you, Nathan doesn't, is not a very, um, naturally romantic or naturally like, you know, he's not the one to lay on compliments thick or anything like that. So I always used to say when I would tell my parents stuff, you know, about Nathan, you know, cause I was in Maryland and they were in Virginia and, um, you know, I'd say I, I hear the way that Nathan talks about me 
and I feel assured because even if I if like if I'm fishing for compliments, Nathan's not there to dig dish them out. Like, well, it's probably because I'm not just I'm not picking up what you're what you're putting down there. That could be too, but but if ob- I would oblivious. overhear him talking about me, or someone would say that he said something about me, it was always the kindest, most genuine thing. And so, really, I feel like the the important things and the majority of things that I knew you felt about me came from things that you said to other people, which at first bothered me. But I was like, you know what? I know he's genuine. I know he really means that. And so, you know, he's just like on this pop- podcast. He's he told you guys all these nice things, and it was very nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That's not that's not something I've told you. That's I've never said that to your face, but which? No, you have. You I mean, have. You just don't lay it on thick. But no, I but don't. it's good because when you do say something. Like it catches my attention immediately, and I like lean in really close, and I pay close attention, and I write it in a little journal that you don't know about. No, no I'm just kidding. Not, <laughs> I write you, it in my diary. Well, I tell my diary. I mean, you my do. husband said something really sweet to you me. You probably today. have a list on your phone or something. <laughs> no, uh. I I don't like the whole. You know, I mar. I we joke about you know marrying up or you know marrying outside of my you know, level. Um, but I don't think that's fair because like, I don't know. I just feel like what I've learned to be in a lifetime, like you, you can exceed me in a moment, you know, when you learn something or mature into something. And I think that's part of marriage is, um, encouraging each other into maturity and into growth. And, um, just because I, started there and i think that it's also um interesting to mention that um i withheld from nathan for quite some time how old i was nathan was 22 23 we started dating i he kept trying yeah. and i knew he was trying he kept well, it's trying one of those things that's like i tell you my age you tell me your age yeah no no i i withheld a lot of information and he he <laughs> finally finally one time we were texting and it was really late at night we we, i think we'd been like officially dating for like it was a couple weeks i think it was like two or three weeks yeah yeah it was a couple weeks remember he said he's thinking i'm like 24 26 range and he said how old are you i respond by text and i said 18 he said no for real how old are you (laughs) And I said, no, for real, I'm 18. And I think at that point he wanted to know, he like you had to ask your mom how young was too young for me. And she's like, well, I would hope she's at least 18. And Nathan's like, Woo, we're good. Yeah, I was like, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, like 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 I said earlier, when on our first day, I'm like, this woman's like, when you're telling me all like your life accomplishments already, I'm like, man. She's got to be like 25, 26. Well, if you want to dive you're not into even that, that, you're not even that let's old now. Establish that I was homeschooled. Yeah. If you can't tell, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was homeschooled, and 
we we did some work over the summer times and stuff and by the you know by the time year it's all said and done you know i'm done the majority of my credits and everything by the time i'm 16 and when i was 16 i dual enrolled in a high school in a nursing program so i graduated nursing school at 17 which is like oh my gosh she's doogie but it's really not man i i finished school i it was just the timing of my life and maturity wise I do feel like I was ready for it so I was I think I think it was my 18th birthday maybe you just think too highly of yourself or or you don't think high enough of of yourself do I think too highly of myself no no you don't you do not you do not but like graduating high school at at, well you did you finished nursing school at 17 yeah I I became a nurse when I was 17 years old I still thought I was had the ability to make it to the PGA tour or something. It'd be the greatest <laughs> golfer golfer of all time. Well, I do think that you probably matured at a later date than I did. Ouch. Uh, but Yikes. <laughs> I mean, we're just being real. We're just being real. I mean, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, well, was, well, who's the one with the podcast here? You're right. I don't have anything to show for it. No, I I was seventeen. I um, started a big girl job and um, you know had a lot of life lived by the time I was eighteen and moved out and you know was you know getting out of a, a long relationship and then um, needed new. So I found myself in a new place, eighteen years old, um, rented an apartment, had a gr- a big girl job and. Um, had a bunch of bills and all, the, all of a sudden it was very adult like very fast so I did do a lot of maturing in a very short period of time well you did like perfectly nah you crushed it I mean we came out on top but it didn't feel like yeah. crushing it while you were in it oh. I mean I, I, I knew what you were doing and everything well whatever if I if I was doing what you were doing and making adult career money like you were at your age, man, you, I mean, I don't want to talk about money here, but you were making significantly more than I was when I was like 23 when you were 18. Yeah. I guess I just don't like. like I mean, I, I was doing landscaping and you were doing nursing. I don't know. Which is different, but. Worth and value don't come from money, so there I was go. just I just needed that money to rent my apartment, so that's how it worked out for me. Oh, oh that's fine, <laughs> that's fine. But yes, yeah, since we laid the foundation of, of just how we met and kind of, um, we've given you some insight into the dynamics of yeah, our uh, yeah that was the, that was the the story of us kind of yeah uh, that was uh, if you story. ever wondered. How the two of us make a couple. Yeah, yeah. If you ever... <laughs> well, I guess people at church listen to this. Maybe. No, people in a life group do. If you look at us and you think, how on earth is it? did he get her or she get him or whatever... I'm sure it's more like, how did he get her kind no. of thing. Just like, this is a, I feel like some people are like, this is a very interesting um, dynamic. This yeah. is a very interesting well, coupling. Y- you know, um, 
w- one of my youth leaders growing up, um, Tyler told me that that he, you know, Mary Beth Weaver, um, Tyler was talking to her one time and just brought me up about me like dating someone. And she told Tyler that I, and she said, Nathan needs someone who would put him in his place. <laughs> and man, do you, do you put me in my place? You <laughs> in the best way, right? You, yes. Yes. In the best, <laughs> in, in a good way, you, you know, you know, I, I put, I mean, I guess no, it's weird it's, if I tell you, I put you in your no, place, no, but I, I level like you that. out and you level me out. Yeah. There is a nice Lots balance. Of push and pull. There's a nice balancing that happens. When we were first together and in our first years of marriage, there just needed to be um, another voice of reason. And um, Nathan, when we were first dating, used to tell me that I was a, a fun sucker um, because the. <laughs> I'm not going to make the noise. I've done it in such a long time. <laughs> it's really inappropriate. It's not not to be shared here. Uh, the um, listeners don't care to hear that. <laughs> Um, he would call me a fun sucker and um, just because I was very realistic and I was like, I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work or yeah, we need to reel it in. Uh, the immaturity is uh, it's at a peak right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was like when I got to um, like, I don't know what to call it. I don't know. If, if I got too excited about something, you'd be like, no. <laughs> But then when when you get like too, like you get pretty optimistic about stuff. You know, I'm also a realist at the same time. Um, you know, or or more more so when you're too serious. Yeah, it's more. I make it more fun, and when I'm too fun, you make it a little more serious. There's a good balance, but it's definitely more so that I'm I take things too seriously, and Nathan's like, you need to relax. Yes, you need to have more fun. (laughs) So does they. You you need more fun. You need right. to play with Penny more. Yeah, Penny's our dog. Shout out, shout out, Penny. She's <laughs> out cold right now. She's been twitching. Have you seen it? Yeah, she's dreaming. She's been chasing rabbits here. I've been trying to get a video to put a post on the Instagram. Well, uh, <clears throat> Penny will. Penny brought a lot of a lot of youth into our our um, relationship, but uh, we'll uh, have some more when our little boy comes along in August. Yes. The, Go go into that. Go for it. Well, I, I was like, Jillian and I have a grand announcement to make that we are pregnant. Well, Jillian's <laughs> pregnant. People get really bothered. Have you? Well, you don't. You don't say it because you're the one who's pregnant. People get upset when I say that we are pregnant, and they're like, "Oh, you're not pregnant. It's Jillian." Who you're said not, that? You're I'll not carrying the baby. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll kill him. I'm just no. kidding. No, I, yes, we are pregnant. We are expecting our little boy. Um, our son will be sometime in August, hopefully. I wouldn't be opposed if you wanted to come a little earlier than... No, a little early. A little, little earlier than August hurt. 14th. Yeah. Is it... You worked You worked in peds before. Mm-hmm. Are, ba- are babies more early or late? Uh, it's totally... It's a crapshoot. It's all over? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Just depends on the baby if the due date's right. There's a whole lot of factors. No, that's fine. But are are, are you are you excited? Obviously, you're excited. I am I'm excited. so excited. I'm excited. Um, when so before, but you know, it's all this dead air now. Uh, before, I didn't care. Well, I I cared what we had, whether it was a boy or a girl. 
Mostly because I just had the stupid. I always felt like I had a stupid family pressure to have a boy because um, my grandfather had all boys, my uncle had all boys, my dad obviously had all boys, and Tyler and I. Um, and I'm like, crap, you know, we're really spreading the, the Tolowski name out there. And um, I think my grandfather had had all brothers too, but um, Tyler had a girl and and Elizabeth. And so I always felt like, and I'm like, like all the pressure is to have a boy. But now, you know, I, I didn't, honestly, you may think, oh, yeah, you, you know, what what man doesn't want to have a son? Sure. But honestly, I did not care. Yeah. The more, you know, I think uh, when your cousin has uh, a daughter and um, a good family friend of, of, of ours has a has a daughter. I well. think that you would have and done. I, I think I would have been fine. No, you would have done well with a daughter. You would have loved whatever, you know, whatever gender. Yes. But I once we found out that we were having a boy, I feel like it, you know, revealed a new level of excitement. Um, and I realized how much I was looking forward to being a boy mom. Um and knowing, you know, a little bit about, you know, just working in peds and, you know, boys versus girls and stuff. I was like, I think it's good that you'll get your feet wet with a little boy. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think, uh, I think with the second one, I, I definitely, I would love to have a girl. Yeah. No, for sure. One, one of but each whatever we get, we good. get, you know, it's whatever. <clears throat> it's just because with the second child, because right now, well, we haven't discussed it, but I plan on just having two. Unless, unless they're both boys, and then I'll say, <laughs> "Let's go for one more." If it's a boy, it's a boy. Then well, I'm really a boy mom. The the thing is now, so you know, in my mind, we're going to have two kids, but we can discuss that, and you know, whatever happens, happens. Whatever you know, God's plan for us. Nathan goes uh, out and gets a vasectomy after two kids. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's happened. It's happened. Um. But it's like if the second one's a boy, then we become like a boy household, and it's just going to be like footballs and soccer balls and just kids Which wrestling. Fine everywhere. with, but if I'm being if I'm being honest, I would love to have a girl. Now, let's have one and see how it goes. Let's have two, see how it goes, and then we'll <laughs> we'll make a decision. Yeah. I don't think we're we're not stopping. Nobody really wants to be outnumbered. However, um, I think we're open. Let's, you know, we'll just, we'll just leave, we'll leave it without a bookend, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's exciting. I mean, we, we discussed it last week, but, um, I'm the kind of person that I, I mean, you, you better describe it, but I don't really feel it like you do. Because you have that like personal experience with him already. It's just not tangible to you yet. It's no. not like you can really see him or feel him. It, and as bad as it may sound, I, I, I you know, when you I need meet a him, materialistic connection. Yeah, when you meet him, I think it'll all change for yeah. you. He uh, apparently he's been kicking. I've I've felt felt some movement whenever he gets all like kick happy. You kind of like grab my hand. And put it on your stomach. And I felt some movement. He usually stops as soon as your hand. Yes. <laughs> um, I think like, you sent me a... Like, did you send me a video? Yeah. Before? Yeah. 
Did I see it? There was one video I like didn't see anything. Oh no, it was when you showed me. I saw I saw in a video, but when you showed me in person, you were like, "Yo, look at my stomach." I I didn't see anything. It's okay. But you know, it's whatever. It's okay. Um. <laughs> so we went for the first anatomy scan. Um. Long story short, we had to get two anatomy scans, but with the first one, man, what was 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 he loud and proud? Yeah, he, he was very proud of his memory. We had to go to a second one because he wouldn't show us his face. Um, and he, they he showed us what gender he was real quick. It was like he was just sitting on a camera. Like all I could see were butt and it balls. Was just, yeah. <laughs> butt it, and yeah, balls. Yeah, and you know the nurse tried so hard to um, <laughs> to get anything. I had Isla had legit bruises on my lower abdomen because she was pushing on him so hard to try and get him to roll over, and he just wasn't. He's very much like you already. Yeah. Sorry, I pulled the stand off my mic, so I probably made an obnoxious noise. Uh, but, yeah, so I remember we got home, and we're like, okay, so what do we put in the picture frame now? Is the picture of his hand, his foot, or his penis? And so, <laughs> I, uh, I think we put, put in it, your vote. What, it, did, we, what, what made it into the frame? <laughs> I, think we, I think we put his hand in, and then you went for the later, uh, what, two weeks later, for the, the second I put his penis scan. on the refrigerator. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I love how uh, the nurse put the arrow, um, yeah. like pointing to it, as if like we it wasn't obvious enough what it I was. I know it was very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, we you did take a blood test before that. That so we knew well before that it was a boy. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very exciting, and I am I'm excited to be a mom. I'm excited to watch you be a dad, and. Um, the next season of our life is going to be um, pleasantly busy, but I welcome the season we're about to embark on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the the, the season of the um, first time parents. Uh, are you are you more excited or more nervous? Excited. Really, I, I mean, I know what's to come in the first year. The first year is going to be. Uh, quite the experience um but you know it's it's just part of it the only reason so. i feel apprehensive at all is just you know the unknown and um you know i get maternity leave but then what happens when i i'm done maternity mm-hmm. leave and that's scary yeah there's the, a lot to think about and and you know a lot of life changes going along with that you know with jobs and stuff so you know what what's our life going to look like but as far as being parents and as far as, you know, welp- welcoming uh, uh, our son, um, that part doesn't make me nervous. Yeah. I, you know, just imagining dropping him off at someone's house and just leaving. That's yeah. terrifying. You know, like like when we went on some trips or like maybe like a, you know, we have people over for a weekend or we're just going to have a long weekend or or, or whatever we would take penny to a friend's house and let them take care of her for the for the weekend that's terrifying just that yeah not that i don't you know with our friend faith i don't not that i don't trust faith but it's just like yeah. i i you know well if you already feel that way with penny imagine how much you're gonna feel that with yeah i know kid. because it's it's like for that whole time of his life it's either me or you yeah is there and then when you're gone yeah 
Yeah. Who knows? No, for sure. It, you know, for sure. You're, and then, you know, once you, I mean, it's that step and then it's sending them off to school or likely if like we're going to homeschool or Sunday school, I guess, whatever. whatever. If anybody wants their kids homeschooled, this is my, my plug <laughs> no, right now no. that I will uh, homeschool. We can start a co-op. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's interested, hit me up. Or, you know, it's it's <laughs> when you hand them the, the car keys and they go driving off for the first time. That's a long way away. Or and then you you take them to college, or you know you, they move into their first apartment, and then then if you know then you hand them off to someone to go live with for the rest of their life, yeah. and it's just you got to do that time after time after time after time. Yeah. Just just thinking about it just scares the crap out of me. Yeah, but, but I think the cool thing is is that you the way that you prepare for those moments is by everything in between. You know, the time that they're with you and the time that you have to. Yeah to um really shape and mold and and cultivate uh you know the strength in their character and uh so that when you are at those moments in life that it's really uh you you trust them Mm -hmm. i i will say you've seen me cry (sighs) i cried when we watched a star is born I've seen you cry. You, quite you've, a bit. you've seen me cry at my grandfather's funeral, probably when he passed, um, or at the memorial. You've seen me cry. Um, I've seen you cry quite a bit. But the when, thing when, that's when, really terrible about Nathan's cry is his oh, this this awful heart wrenching chin quiver. Mm-hmm. It is. It is the saddest thing you ever did see. Really? Oh, it's so terrible. I've never seen myself cry, obviously. Well, I don't often see you at the beginning of the cry. Oh, and okay. the chin quiver really only comes out when you're trying to hold it back. Yeah. But man, it'll wreck you. Yeah. Um I Yeah, I, I do not cry very much um in front of people. I cry in private. Yeah, way more than you think. You cry, but um, Nathan Nathan comes out of the bedroom on a regular occasion. Regular, I mean, like every other week, <laughs> he'll be like, "Yeah, I watched this inspirational video and I was <laughs> bawling," or I watched this compilation I watched of sports wins and I was bawling. And he does this, and and I can't quite figure out if it's an exaggeration or if he is legit. When I picture this, did you ever I feel picture, like I was teasing you, like how you missed out on it? No, I don't care. <laughs> but like, I legit picture him, uh, like weeping over these videos when you say oh, that you're no. bawling. No, it's more like I just get filled with emotion, really. Okay, then I feel like we need to redefine what bawling means because bawling I I've never said bawling. You legit. You said that. No. Did I, did I literally just say bawling? No, you legit use or, the word bawling on most okay. occasions. Well, I bawled. I just feel like Sometimes we need to make I, sure. There is a compilation of the Eagles 2017 season when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, there is a one that they do a rewind of it that I cry because it's just like Nathan is it's because just it, the ultimate hype man. He wants to be hyped. He's ready to hype. He is I'm ready up, to be hyped. Yeah, he's up for a hype 
on every occasion we'd go to the gym and work out and he had it timed this youtube video (laughs) he had this youtube video timed so that he knew where on the drive to start it so that by the time he was pulling into the gym it was at peak hypeness and it was this compilation video of like of of, of movie quotes movie quotes and wins and things like that and nathan would come in like let's go because he was so yeah, i was ready hyped up yeah. i'd be in the car with him occasionally you know if we read, rode together and i'm like what is this and he's like oh this is every day every day baby yeah. and just, I, I, I think the first time i was like hey you gotta stop talking i got i gotta watch he's like I gotta, I gotta i gotta put on video. my video but i i you know I, he pulls you, up the video and he waits till we get to a certain stoplight and then he's like ready go <laughs> and he pushes play and waits for the hype to start yeah. and i'm listening to this and i'm seeing i'm looking over at him in the driver's seat and i can just see it in his face he's just getting yeah. more and more hype there uh it was so there's a part of it that um it has the the part from lord of the rings where, <laughs> when sam is yeah. talking to yeah. Frodo. 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 And I go, it's part of the great stories, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it fades into um, um, the Iron Giant when he's flying out to the, the no, spoiler, yeah. spoiler, no, when he flies out a, to Nuke and he says, you know, you are who you choose to be. It's literally, it's that with this really hype music behind it. Um, and made it three outro. And he is like downing his pre-workout while he's listening to oh, yeah. it. I'm all itchy in the face already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Face is itchy. It's the most ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing that that I've ever seen. It's hey. but you can't say it didn't work. You know, that's yeah. definitely what did it for you. Yeah. I, I had at least like five of them ready to go. I haven't watched those in forever. Oh um, we don't need to bring them back. They but yeah, how do we get to that? Oh yeah, crying. We Were we that? done talking about crying? No, I guess. Um, well, I don't want to go too much longer because I don't probably. I I said I keep it under an hour. It's just past my bedtime. But what else you got for me? You got any more important questions? Um, I'm on a roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some, I got some parenting questions. Um, oh, my my dad has already before. asked this, has asked me this. But what what's what are you most afraid of as um for being a parent? Afraid of? Well, what what scares you? Uh, I don't know that I would call it scared, but I feel the weight of certain things more than others. Like, um, I feel like, you know, from a, you know, what, what are the most important things that I can teach this child? You know, if I only have a certain amount of influence and a certain amount of time with this kid in his life, you know, what are the most important things to teach him? And if I'm nervous about anything, it's making sure I do those things well, um, you know, who he is and um, who who the Lord has has called him to be um, and and how, you know, one thing that I've always um, really somebody said it and it's always stuck with me. And it's like, you know, your, your children will, will eventually, 
outgrow their need for you, but they will never outgrow their need for the Lord and they'll never outgrow their need for the Holy Spirit. And um, being able to teach them those things and impart those things um, to him, like as soon as he understands my words, you know, I feel the weight of that. Like people keep <clears throat> saying, you know, I, I had a, I had a dream about your son or I had, you know, I, I felt the Lord saying this about the man that he's supposed to be. And, um, you know, my mom had a dream and the Lord told her, you know, that her grandchildren will be mighty in the Lord and things like that. And, um, that's all great and it's powerful and it, and it, is wonderful. And I agree wholeheartedly, but something that has become very clear is they don't just, they're not just born ready to be that. Like there's a lot of responsibility as the parent to bring them up in the way that they should go so that they can be mighty in the Lord so that they can, they can reach this full measure. Um, you know, it, it doesn't just happen. There's a lot of things that go into that. So it does feel very weighty and there's a lot of responsibility there. Yeah. Um, as you were saying that, um, it just came to my head and that like when, you know, the Lord gives people dreams and visions about our children and, you know, they, they say that, I uh, just like, you know, I guess my mind just goes to the worst case scenario. Um, it's just like, crap. Does that mean that like, if he doesn't turn out to be like amazing and like great that it's on me, but well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, and then, and then you just said, just like, Oh, that just doesn't mean that they are born great, but I mean, they are born great, but you know, well, then we that can goes down have, to we can Lord, have an influence in that. Right. And that comes down to the Lord's going to use, use his life and, and um, be glorified in his life, no matter what, you know, but, but I do feel like, we as parents are being called to an an even greater responsibility and an even greater maturity as we are, you know, praying over him and speaking into his life that, you know, if I, I don't want him to rely on me more than he relies on the Holy Spirit, you know, because it's true. One day I will not, he will outgrow his neediness for me. And but he won't ever outgrow his neediness for the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, my answer to that when my dad asked, "What's your biggest fear?" I said, "Drugs." <laughs> I was like, "Just drugs." Did. Uh, luckily, I never got into drugs. Clean as a whistle. Never done anything. But um, that just hearing horror stories, and I watched um, a movie called. Um, a beautiful boy or the beautiful boy or something with Steve Carell and Anthony, I think his name is Anthony, um, Charlemagne. Um, and just, you know, that it just, his son just keeps on getting the drugs, but that's, yeah. Addiction is like incredibly scary. It just terrifies me. I've had my own struggles with another form of addiction but that it just scares the crap out of me. Just, yeah. just even just hearing about other people's struggles with addictions, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I'm afraid of that. You know, is like I feel like that's so far off of 
yeah a legitimate <laughs> like yeah. fear i i feel like that i would feel i i don't want something to happen and me think i could have done something yeah. well it's something that i did but it's something i didn't do everything everything you know really comes down to foundation yeah. like what mm-hmm. you've established and set you know as the the standard for their life yeah. and what they're being held to. So mm-hmm. drugs seem pretty far off of that mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, just, it, it, it terrifies me, but, you know, whatever. So what what kind of, you know, last question, unless you want to keep on going. Last question's good. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sleepy. What, la, last question. Um, what, what kind of parents do you think, what kind of parents do you think you will be? And what kind of parents do you think we will be? kind like like what like what are my options like just in general sure like protective you mean like i don't know oh it's very broad question it is a very broad question i feel like there's so many answers i feel like you just watching how you um are with a you know with a puppy and a dog which is much different than a human but you know you are you have the ability to be stern and you have the ability to be um serious but you definitely take the more uh playful (laughs) route fun dad (laughs) yeah um but i mean on obviously i think that you could really just pinpoint the answer with our personality because you you are more uh, easygoing and fun i am more serious and like i don't i feel like the 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 difficulty between you and i is going to be not establishing a good cop bad cop kind of thing because you are fun and because i'm more serious like i feel like i mean i can lay the hammer down i have with penny many times no, I know, but I feel like they'll know you as being more loosey goosey, and you I'm yeah. maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm know. just going off of personality. I mean, we'll find out. I hope you're not. I don't want to be the bad cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like in general, that's how yeah. you'll approach situations is a little more lax than not. And lax is the wrong word. Little, just more light (laughs) yeah i i feel like i would have the tendency to be a little more serious and um they're like oh mom not another (laughs) come on mom oh that's fine you know something that my you know my parents kind of did that that you know looking back as uh, you know picturing me you know a little baby nathan um i no i loved my parents very much like without a doubt loved them um, I also feared them the same. Um, my my brother Tyler will will you know um, maybe next time I have him on, I'll bring up the time. You know my my you know our mom would carry around a wooden spoon with us if we would go out to like Target or Coles or something. She had a wooden spoon with her, and she would threaten. Know. She never hit hit us in public or or anything, mostly because we were just terrified of that. But. Um, my mom had a wooden spoon in her purse and in the car and in every room in the yeah. house, but 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 she but we did. Well, she, she used did. it, uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Not many times. It, it, it doesn't mean that I was better than Jillian. It was just probably 
Leanne just different parent. Yeah, yeah. She didn't get you know. She just used it. More. My mom didn't have uh, make empty threats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom. I don't know. I, I can't remember myself as a child or anything, but um, yeah, I, I knew if I did something in front of my mom, my dad would find out, yeah. and so I'd I'd, he- I'd get it from both of them. Well, you answer the question. Did do you, what kind of parents do you think that will be? I don't know. I think I think you explained me kind of well. Um, I I think I'll be be more serious and more disciplinary. Miss disciplinary. Dis- disciplinary. Nope, you got it. Did I, First time was more right. More disciplinary, I guess. More disciplinary than Julian described, but I I I definitely see where she's going from. Um. But since we got Penny a year ago, um, I did it definitely and one reason my and you know myself like how am I ever going to disciplinary disciplinary discipline our uh, our children? And I'm like I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. But if like when we first got Penny, and I open up the door, she goes running out the front door. Oh heck no! Like she de- she she gets it. Well, I think something happens in you too as a parent when you realize that. Not only is are they being disobedient, but like their choice could be really dangerous for yes. them. So it's very important that I teach them why mm-hmm. you can't run out into the street. Like, you know, the the motivation changes. But, you know, how we discipline and all of that, I think that we'll agree upon, you know, disciplining them in love and and all of that. But and I don't think that you won't do that. I just feel like. Um, our kids will identify you as being more fun than mom. <laughs> oh yeah, more more fun than you. Probably. Yeah, I think I think, that, I think that's pretty obvious. I'll, I will be more funny than you. More funny. Funnier. 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 I will be funnier than more you. more funnier. No, I'll be funnier than you, but you'll be more fun. Whatever helps I... you sleep. <laughs> Whatever helps you sleep at night. This is a big debate. Uh, in our house, I. It's okay. You can know. cast your votes also. I don't know. I. I'm fun. Yeah, I'm fun. I'm funny. You know what? We'll leave it on that. I'm note. funny here. You are fun. I'm the one with the podcast. I am funny. <laughs> yeah, we 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 will leave leave it like that. We uh, actually went over. So ha. Still an hour. I'll be good. People have been complaining. Message to the people. I try to make it shorter, but usually around 10 minutes, around an hour, I kind of, you know, get in the closing mode. And then it takes like 20 to 30 minutes to close. So. And with Nathan's explanation just now, we could have saved 10 minutes. No. I'm just kidding. No, I'm ending it right there. But, you know, it it happens. You start a podcast, and I'll set a strict time limit. And you we'll see how that goes. don't want me to start a podcast. No. No, he doesn't. Would, would, you, would you start a podcast? No. No, it you can be start your a podcast. Thing. I, I just, it. you know, that I just wanted to hit record, let it go, and bang. Well. That's, that's, that's what we did. I don't know. I forced you to have this podcast to record tonight. And thank you for coming on. 
Thank you. It has been a pleasure for, to be here. I like to give the people what they want. Yeah. Jillian, uh, I guess people have been asking. People asked. But but again, thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking the time. Um, I will let you start your, your nightly routine. Thank you. I love you. All right. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> All right.